Welcome to Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. Apostle ID is the general overseer and senior pastor of Overcomers in Christ group of churches. Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID brings you gospel-centered messages and tools that equip you to live a life of victory and freedom as an overcomer in Christ. Join us today to hear the latest message from Apostle ID concerning our life of faith in Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Welcome to day 84 of our 100-day journey towards real deliverance. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for bringing us to this midnight hour, our 84th midnight. Father, we ask that your name be glorified in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you will help us accomplish all that needs to be accomplished tonight, that your name will get the glory that you would show us tonight, O Lord, divine strategies for warfare, divine strategies that will give us the victory against the enemy. And Lord, that you will show us who our real enemies are, that you will show us the mind of God, how you, how you relate in battle, what you expect from us in warfare. Lord, that you will reveal these things to us by your word. We ask this, Father, in Jesus' name, Amen, amen, amen. As we commence the 84 of our journey, let us go to the word of God, which is found in Judges chapter 20, verse 26. And it reads, Then all the children of Israel and all the people went up and came unto the house of God and wept and sat there before the Lord and fasted that day until even, and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. Now, let me just bring us up to speed in Judges chapter 20 because we don't have time. In Judges chapter 20, Benjamin committed a heinous sin against the rest of Israel. They raped a man's wife, a Levite's wife, and the Levite was so, and, and she died. And the Levite cut his wife into 12 pieces, one piece of his wife for each tribe of Israel. It was such a disaster. And so Israel went to Benjamin, the tribe of Benjamin. The rest of Israel went to the tribe of Benjamin and said, give up the men that did this thing, that raped this woman and killed her, that raped her to death. And Benjamin said, you know what? <laughs> we owe allegiance to our own people, Benjamites, not to Israel. So we can't give up our own. So they refused. And there and then, Israel decided to attack Benjamin. They decided to attack Benjamin. And so the question was, who will go up first to attack Benjamin? Which tribe? They nominated Judah. And then they went to God. The first time they went to God, they said, God, should we attack Benjamin? God said, yes, attack Benjamin. They attacked Benjamin, and Benjamin defeated them, massacred them. It was a massacre. Benjamin massacred them. And they went the second time to the Lord. And if you look at Judges 20, 26, it says something. And I want us to catch that. It says, they went up and came unto the house of God. They went up unto the house of God. So the house of God is not on the same level as your house. They went up. doesn't mean that the house of God was on the hill. They went up 
unto the house of God. The house of God and your house is not on the same level. But Israel was treating the house of God as if it was in the same on the same level as the house of Israel. So they go the second time before God. And they say, Lord, should we attack Benjamin? God said, yes, attack Benjamin. They attacked Benjamin. And Benjamin slaughtered Israel for the second time. A real slaughter, a massacre. So now Israel is confounded. So in their being confounded, they go before the Lord in Judges 20, verse 26. Then all the children of Israel and all the people went up. This is after their second defeat. And came unto the house of God and wept. This is the first time they are inquiring of God and weeping. That weeping shows brokenness. They've been totally broken. Before they just went to God's house as if it was automatic, they will win the battle. God said we will win and that's it. That settles it. But now they are weeping because why? They are sober and they are broken. So they went before the house of God and wept and sat there before the Lord. They sat. In other words, it wasn't a casual seeking anymore. It wasn't a drive-through seeking anymore. It wasn't, hey, God, who should we go? Who should go fight the Benjamites? Tell us and we go right now. It wasn't that anymore. Now they wept and they sat before the Lord. You want your deliverance? You must be broken. And weeping must be the kind of weeping that is a godly sorrow, not crocodile tears. Anybody can manufacture weeping. So they wept because they were broken by their defeats. They are two times defeat by a tiny tribe. And so they wept before the Lord and they sat before the Lord. You're looking for your deliverance. Some of us need to sit before the Lord. When last did you just sit before the Lord? So Israel now changed their approach. They changed their approach. The first thing is they wept. The second thing now is that they sat before the Lord. Thirdly, they fasted until evening. So now they are not seeking God casually anymore. They are seeking God diligently. Why? Because they don't want to go to battle against Benjamin the third time and suffer a third massacre. So now they are weeping. One, they sit before the Lord. That is to hear what the Lord has to say. They are not going to be presumptuous. They want to hear what the Lord has to say. And so they waiting before the Lord and they fasted until evening. So not only are they inquiring before in the past, before the first two battles, they just went to inquire of the Lord. Lord, should we attack Benjamin? So they treated this God as if he was on the same level with them. And, and this time they've learned. So now they go before the Lord with weeping. They sit before the Lord and they fast until evening. And the fourth thing they did, which they did not do before, and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. When last did you give an offering to Jehovah? An offering that cost you something. When last did you make a sacrifice for the work of God? It's part of the deliverance package. I am not saying that you buy your deliverance. I'm not saying that what we are saying here from Judges 20 is that Israel changed their approach. So not only did they 
weep and seek the Lord, sit down before the Lord and fast, they also presented gifts to the deliverer. Not to the pastor, not to the apostle, to the deliverer himself. They presented burnt offerings and peace offerings. Now, the thing about an offering is this. In the spirit realm, an offering opens up the door for a deity to get involved. Even in the demonic realm of darkness, and a sacrificial offering opens up the door for a deity to get involved. And in the kingdom of light, Jesus Christ is the perfect offering that there ever was. He is our sin offering. And so even him as a sin offering opens up the door for God's power to be involved in your deliverance. And as a child of God, you must sacrifice for the things of God because God will watch you. God will see how you utilize your resources. God will watch, he will bless you and watch how you utilize your blessing. He will watch. And your offering, your seed, would speak in places where your, your voice cannot be heard. I repeat, there is an offering you will give that will speak in places where your voice cannot be heard. Now, I want to clear something for the record. This is day 84 of our 100-day journey for towards real deliverance. Mr. Idemudia Gobadia has never asked you for money. You've been on this journey. Mr. Idemudia Gobadia has never said, oh, sow a seed or drop an offering because that is not the purpose for this 100-day journey. But now we've got to day 84 and the Spirit of God is saying something. He's saying something. He's saying, are you going to be like Cain that gives a casual offering and expects me to respect it? Or are you going to be like Abel that gives an offering that I would respect? And in many times, in many um, instances, sorry, your offering will speak for you. There was the Roman centurion. Jesus was reluctant to help him. And then his disciples said to Jesus, Jesus' disciples said to him, this man built a synagogue for us. And Jesus was moved by that. Jesus was moved by that. In the book of Haggai, instead of giving to the house of the Lord, they were giving to their own houses and God blew what they gathered away. He scattered it. So your offering is also a tool of warfare. I repeat, your offering is also a weapon of warfare. I will demonstrate that to you. And please, I'm not, I'm not saying give money to Idemudia Gobadia or overcomers. <laughs> Let the Lord lead you. I will just demonstrate that to you, how your offering can be a weapon of warfare. Here is a $1 bill. I hold it in my hand and I say, Lord, I'm sending this seed on an errand. Lord, that it will advance the kingdom of God. That it will raise up spiritual warriors to advance God's kingdom. Father, let this seed in my hand accomplish that purpose. Let this seed support missionaries that are fighting the devil in pagan countries. In the name of Jesus. Lord, where my voice cannot reach, 
where my voice will not be heard. Let the voice of my offering speak for me. I pray like that. I pray like that. And so Israel came before the Lord with peace offerings and burnt offerings because you need to give God something. David said, I will not give to the Lord what cost me nothing. And so in spiritual battle, when you are a giver, the angels of the Lord take note of it. They take note of it. They say, ah, this man has sacrificed for the body of Christ. This man has sacrificed for the saints. When the saints were destitute, they were homeless. This man sacrificed for them. Let your seed speak for you. I'm not saying your seed is a ticket to deliverance. I've not said so. I'm not saying your seed is a ticket to prosperity. I've not said so. But the Bible says it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. We're going to move on. Hallelujah. At this time, we're going to pray. You know, we're going to pray. And I want you to join me in prayer. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, I humble myself before you and repent of all my sins. Lord Jesus Christ, I come before you tonight with godly sorrow and I weep before you tonight. I come before the throne of grace weeping with godly sorrow. And Lord, as I sit before you in your presence, Lord, I come to wait upon you. I come to wait on the Lord just to sit before you. Lord, in this 100-day journey towards real deliverance, we have fasted and we have prayed. Just like Israel came before you the third time in Judges chapter 20. And Lord, they wept because they were broken. Holy Spirit, oh, enable us to be broken before the Lord. That we will weep before the Lord. That we will seek the Lord diligently. And so, Abba Father, we come to you tonight as we sit in your presence, having fasted and prayed. Lord, give us the grace to give unto you, unto the kingdom, for we can never outgive you. Let our giving be a testimony against the enemy in the name of Jesus, that you will look down upon our giving with pleasure and delight and silence every strong man that has arisen against your people in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, you are the word. Speak to us tonight, Lord. You are the word. Speak to us so that we will not walk in confusion, so that we will not be guessing your will. Oh God, Help us to ask the right questions so that we can get the right answer from you. Help us that our heart will be right before you, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. We're still going to pray. Amen. We're still going to pray. Heavenly Father, you bought us with a price. You bought us with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. And we are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. So, Lord, we are your children, and we need to hear from you, O oh God. 
And when we hear from you, oh God, we need to wait and understand what you are saying. My Father, my God, that as we sit and wait upon you, that we would hearken to your voice in the name of Jesus. Lord, begin to speak to our spirit man tonight. In the name of Jesus, Lord, speak to our spirit man tonight that we would hear what the Lord is saying in such a time as this. Lord, we seek you diligently with everything, with the totality of our being. We seek you with all our heart. We seek you with our substance. Thank you, Father. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. There was once we were praying for a person. I don't want to give away the identity. And we we're praying for healing for that person. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke very clearly to me and said, why should I heal him? Of what benefit is it to the kingdom? Of what benefit is it to the kingdom? If I heal him today, he will just continue the way he was doing before. Of what benefit is it to the kingdom? The Lord will remember your good works in your fight for deliverance. Listen. Isaiah, a seasoned prophet, went to Ezekiah and said, put your house in order, you will surely die. That was the word of the Lord. You will surely die, Hezekiah. Put your house in order. That was a seasoned prophet speaking. And Hezekiah, Hezekiah went and he wept before the Lord, just like how Israel wept in Judges 20. He wept before the Lord and said, Lord, remember my good works. So, and God remembered his good works and added more years to his life. Delivered him from that death sentence by prophecy. And God wants to do the same for you. Good works don't save you, but when God sees your good works, he will be moved in the battle to take charge on your behalf. Father, we just thank you tonight. Lord, as we seek deliverance and as we seek your face, Holy Spirit, help us not to walk in self selfishness. Help us not to be self-centered. Lord, that we would give to those in need. The Bible says those that give to the poor, they lend unto the Lord. And Lord, if we lend unto you, you are a God that will pay back. Lord, there are so many here. They have sown in tears. And your word says those that sow in tears will reap in joy. And so, Father, tonight, this 84th midnight hour, this day 84, Father, I stand in the gap on behalf of your people. And I ask, oh God, that those that have sown in tears, that they will reap in joy this season. That they will reap their deliverance. That they will see their deliverance in the name of Jesus. That what they have sown, though it be as small as a mustard seed, it will move mountains for them. Thank you, Father, that we have the victory. Just as Israel gained the victory on the third attempt against Benjamin. Father, as we seek your face diligently tonight, enable us to gain the victory against every strong man and demonic power of darkness. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Tonight has been more of a teaching, I know. 
but we have to know these things. My people perish for lack of knowledge. So I would advise you, um, some of you will need to go over this message again. Some of you would need to um, read it from the book. Um, I believe we are on page 181 of the book, the 84 of the book. So you can read that again. And I pray it will be a blessing to you. My name is Idemudia Gobadia, and I'm pleased that you have joined us for this 84th day of our journey towards real deliverance. God bless you. Shalom. Thank you for listening to Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. We hope that you were greatly encouraged by today's word. Please share your thoughts by leaving us a comment in the review section, and we encourage you to subscribe and to share these episodes. You can also connect with Apostle ID on our YouTube channel, Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. And for more resources, be sure to visit the Overcomers in Christ Group of Churches YouTube channel, Overcomers Deliverance Network.